Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a beverage of your choice. It is the Gamers Ledge Podcast, a look at the gaming industry where we analyze the games so you don't have to. I'm joined this week. I'm joined this week by, of course, Matt and Dave. And of course, I am one of your hosts, Mark, as well. Uh, we have so much news, it's not even remotely funny. Uh, but before we get to that, let's do as we always do. Uh, go around the table and uh, first address the technical difficulties and the fact that we're on Hangouts on Air. Yay! Because Blab.am, our uh, tool that allowed us all to be Brady Squares, died a horrible death this week. So rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, may a f uh, flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Um, uh, uh, Dave, what have you been playing this week? You know, I am here, right? You know, I'm part. Uh, very little, to be honest. It's very true. once I got to my first trade station, I saw like that kind of thing in there and I'm like, 
So, so, uh, did you manage to play anything else this week? Any other what? Anything else? Any other games? Or just No Man's Sky? Um, and also the, uh, Batman and Tell Tale. I started playing that. And, uh, also, uh, Headland, or was it Headlander? Yes. Headlander. Yes. Well, talk a little bit about the concept and what it is and whether you think it's worth somebody's purchase. And it should be pointed out, it's an Adult Swim game. I have no idea, but I suddenly want to find this game. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So a uni a unicorn. Wait, are you drunk already before we've started the compact? Are you drunk already before we start? I'm just checking. Yeah. 
chains of love. Yeah. We've got to break these chains of love. Don't give up. Matt, don't give up. Don't give up now. But short form is you would recommend Headlanders. It's it's a good game. Ah. <laughs> or Erasure. <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 endorse this game you endorse headlander uh yeah exactly i'm looking forward to that Yeah, yeah, and and I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for purchasing it because I would like that. I would like that one for free. Matt, uh, how about you? Did you play any games this week? Yeah, did you notice I'm representing here today with my team Valor shirt? Yeah. Now, when you when you say did that, he he wanted to know if that came with Pokemon Yellow. Is when you got that Game Boy? And then the question I had for you, Matt, is: Are you are you legitimately holding it, or are you using the egg glitch? Okay, good job. I almost forgot. <laughs> That's six more than I thought you would ever do. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I, you know what? I, I did. Although... I... Yeah, but the funny part is is that I, you know, I don't want to cut into Matt's game time, but I need to say this or I will forget it. So I got so bad on that Emerald Planet. So there's a, a mineral in the game called Emerald. 
And of course, I immediately thought of the chef, Emeril Lagasse. And so I named the planet Emeril Lagasse. And then I started to name every flora and fauna after his signature dishes or ingredients in his signature dishes. So you're welcome to whoever finds that because, man, I fell down that hole pretty hard. I, I did not name anything Spice Weasel, but I, I do have a bunch more stuff to still name from that planet. Um, I I wanted to say, I wanted to name something not just BAM, but I accidentally just named it BAM in all caps with an exclamation point. So, yeah. Okay, I will. Well, hold, hold, hold that, hold that thought, because we will visit that at the end of mine. So, um, my list is long this week. Uh, the first one is Neverwinter. I have now reached 2,500 gear score. And before you ask, yes, it is identical to, to Destiny. It's light level for your gear, and it's stupid. And why I am playing Neverwinter is that I have no D&D group here, and I wanted to play D&D. And this was pretty close because it's fourth edition, which is basically MMO anyways. Um, so anyways, it's been fun, and I, I've enjoyed it. I am sitting at 2,500 gear, and, and all of the epic master level dungeons are kind of broken. So it's like, what do I do with it now? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of actually, no, because that would be my whole account. No, thank you. Um, so there's that. Uh, I did play start Batman Unmasked. Um, I'm playing it in a very different way than both of you are in that I'm playing with my wife using the um, crowd play feature, which... I wondered, how, and if you're not familiar with CrowdPlay, it actually allows people on their mobile devices, PC or tablet, to um, vote as you're voting. 
and they they had originally said up to 10,000 people could play or whatever, but then they're like they backtracked that and said no, it's only for about 10 to 12 people. I see why now because my wife doesn't have time to press the button, let alone if you tried to stream it with a five to ten second delay on there. There's just no way that you would ever make any choice. So yeah, those burn really fast. they burn super fast. Like even for me, it's like I, I barely get done reading, and I'm I'm kind of a speed reader, and it like by the time I finish the choices, I have less than half a second to make a decision. Um, right. Right, and 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 uh, I will say that I had hoped maybe they had tweaked their engine, but a lot of the same problems that you found in the previous titles are here as well. Like I'm in the middle of a flurry of blows and counterattacks um, between Batman and uh, a person, and the 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 engine will hang for a half a second, and I can see that there's a prompt coming up. But by the time it actually renders it in, I've already missed the window to do the prompt. So, yeah, it's it's kind of... That's a little frustrating. I didn't experience that. Yeah, I didn't either. But I've seen people talk about there being some lag, and I was like, I, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, uh, not, not often, but maybe twice in the first uh, hour that I played. So... Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm already liking the setup. Um, the timing, I guess is a little weird. They, they went back in time for this one, but, um, I don't mind that so much. Um, my, yeah, my wife looked at, Nice. Uh, my wife only has Gotham as a reference point. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That that's that was fine. Um, but but she looked at the person running for mayor because I don't want to give any spoilers and said that doesn't. I'm like no, that actually is what he's supposed to look like. Uh, yeah, he that that's fine. Um, but then she was also, she was like, this person's not walking with a limp. And I said, well, yes. So anyways, there's, there's lots of interesting things going on in the game. Uh, and, and she's having fun playing through it. So it's with me. So that's kind of nice. Um, I'm looking forward to the full, all five of them or six of them, whatever it is. Uh, besides that, I have been playing a lot of Brutal. Uh, if you're not familiar, Brutal released two weeks ago on the PSN. It is the old ASCII art dungeon hack that people that are old like me used to play before there were graphics. Um, except now that they've used the ASCII art to render it in 3D. So it's like a cross between Tron and ASCII art. It's pretty awesome, actually. Um, and it's a... Very difficult one life game where you delve deeper and deeper into random procedurally generated dungeon levels um, and you gain experience and loot as you go. Uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very hard, but it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very much enjoying that. Um, it also has a dungeon making editor uh, that you can 
make your own dungeons and then post them online for all other people to play. Interface isn't super great, but it's 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 fun for being there. Um, and then I I've also played some Overwatch this week. Um, just rounding out the uh, competition season. And then I also started a new game called Sword Coast Legends that I had picked up a while back when it actually released and I just had not had time to play it. If you're not familiar with Sword, Sword Coast Legends, it is Dungeons and Dragons. But this time it's more towards the... Um, oh man, the, the name of the game just completely flew out of my head. Um, Divinity Original Sin... CRPG style of game as opposed to uh, the Neverwinter MMO style of game. Uh, I am level four in it now, so it's actually progressing like real D&D levels, unlike Neverwinter where you pop levels like they're candy. Um, so I'm level four and I'm fairly strong at this point, but I will say that the loading times are horrible. The interesting thing about this game is that the developer actually went out of business before it was published on the PS4. So it was one of those things where a, um, a port team had picked it up and the publisher paid for the port. And then the dev, the dev team went out of business yet the game was still published by, by the publisher. So that's an interesting business case. If you've ever heard one, um, the nice part about it is that all of the content packs and community packs that came out on the PS4 or on the PC are on the PS4, but you can never expect to never have any further content pretty much from the game. Um, it does also have a dungeon creation mode where you can be the DM with four people, four of your friends playing through it at the same time. And you can actually DM on the fly, adjust uh, monsters and take control of minions and, make them, uh, uh, you know, how they act, etc. cetera. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't want to give a yay or nay on purchase yet because I just have not spent enough time with it yet to, to say for sure one way or the other. Uh, the load times are, if I hadn't mentioned before, they are really, really, really long. But it does have online co-op. So you and... Uh, Three friends can play together in a game of D&D, or five total if you want to include a Dungeon Master. So that's kind of interesting. Um, but if I didn't mention it, the load times are really long. Because they're very long. They're really long, Matt. Really long. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the load times, you would think they would be shorter, but instead they're really, really long. Like PlayStation 1 long. It's, it, yeah, I, I was joking with a, a friend of the show, Yojimbo, the other night. We were playing it together, and we were loading into a map, and there was text on it. And I'm like, oh my god, I can read this wall of text. Before the load time is done, I'm like, this is like Dark Souls 3, but you actually have to read it on loading screen because it's longer than Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3 load time. So you got to do something to kill the time so you don't kill yourself. Load times are really bad in the game. Um, and then, of course, I played a lot of 
No Man's Sky. And I have upgraded my hyperdrive, so I'm now able to make what used to take four jumps, I can do in one. I am taking shortcuts through things that present themselves in the game. I am growing tired of the game. That is kind of like... I knew when we started this, it was an OCD grind. Like, I have to see what's on the next planet. I have to see this or that. But after ha having played for probably close to 40 hours now, um, the planet diversity is not there. The mineral scarcity is not there. The survival is an annoyance at best because the minerals are so populous on every single planet you go to. I'm, I'm going to say I get really annoyed at the sentinels jumping in front of your mining jeep and then getting mad at you. Yeah, but even so, it's not like it's like this big thing to take them down. I mean, you duck inside somewhere and they immediately call off the, the charge. So... Within 30 seconds. Within 30 seconds, if you jump inside a building, within 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's weird things with the AI. Like sometimes if you break line of sight, like if I run over a hill and I put a land mass like a column or something between me and the sentinels within 30 seconds, they will generally stop chasing me because they can't locate me. However, comma, there are times where I will do something and duck into a cave and I will be half a mile away from them because I've been running through the cave. There are no sentinels in the cave yet. My wanted level just keeps going up until it maxes at five and stays there. So it's like, there's no, there's not a lot of consistency. Sometimes it seems with the rules for detection slash losing the sentinels. Um, but even, even so they're, No, no, no. This is fair because this has already been proven. If he's mining and the Sentinel floats into his path and he shoots it once for a fraction of a second, the hitbox becomes as large as a starship. Try this. Try this the next time that you're fighting a Sentinel. Shoot it once and then aim at the freaking sky. Like aim way off, yeah. It way aim. It automatically hits him, the the sentinel, no matter what. So I, I'm not, I'm not up. Oh no, man! When there's a column out there, I am like blasting at the sky. They do it to me all the time, 
but most of the time they do it on worlds that are that's what yeah that's what i do too most of the time but sometimes i don't jonah or lauren sorry yeah So we have a couple news related stories that fall under No Man's Sky. So this is probably the best time to talk about them. Part of what I am upset about is that as I at first I was willing to give the game a pass for all the stuff that they said was going to be in there, but so apparently was not. For example, I don't know if we talked about this on last week's show, but I know we talked about it on the stream. Um, and, and what Matt was referring to earlier is that there's like eight people that just jump into PSN chat as we're all playing No Man's Sky and we share tips and talk about what we're doing, whatever. So the very first gameplay session where I left my planet and went to another planet, I landed on a tree. And and I almost died. Like, I almost died falling in my death, yeah, falling out of the tree. And I'm like, what the hell did I land on a cliff? And I look up and my, my ship is perched, like, m you know, mo movie style where it's going to fall out of the tree. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. So I'm like, well, shoot, I'm not going to climb up there because I don't think I can. So let's shoot the tree. And I shot the tree and the tree, it blows up. And my ship is still just hanging there in the air. And I'm like, well, shit. How am I going to get back up there now? Because I can't, I got to get in that thing and I can't, I can't get up there. And then, I, right. Except, except that it was, I only had the first upgrade for jetpack. So I had to like hit it at the arc and I couldn't quite get the full the full rotation of the square because you got to hold down the button to do it. And so I kept falling almost to my death. I have to wait for my health to charge back up and then try it again. And after like three or four times, I, I did get it on the right trajectory, but still it was like, Holy crap. How am I going to obviously physics are not in the game, <laughs> you know? And so it's stuff like this, that that was something that, Well, and see, that's that's part of the problem as well, right? So you bur you use your grenades to burrow into the ground, 
like a centimeter and it says temperature normalizing because you I, and i'm like what i'm still in the cold yeah, huh yeah 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 you're st you're still super early uh sorry but anyways yes you can terraform that that's a known thing it was in the trailers because he's like you must terraform in order to survive yeah that's true but it's the same on an ice planet as it is on a fire planet as it is on a toxicity planet. Um, there's no real differentiation. But anyways, the the new story that I know is on my feed somewhere, but I can't find it, so I'll just talk about it. Um, there was a super industrious Reddit user who actually compiled every promise that was made for the game from every trailer and interview with Sean Murray from Hello Games before launch. And then what the reality was in the game today. Uh, and there are a lot of systems missing. Um, in fact, it looks like the entire scope of the game changed when they announced the delay four months ago. And I had some very interesting conversations with some people on Facebook uh, about this. And, and a lot, to me, I'm thinking that they were so not far in the process of development that Sony might have said as a responsible business partner, hey, you need to go for MVP and just, you know, whittle all this stuff out and add it as DLC later. Like real physics or the fact that there should be a sun in these solar systems where there's not one. And that... Right. And there's no, you know, things, there's no day-night cycle that works in real time as you walk across the planet as promised. And there's no... Uh, yeah, but it's it's continuous around the. I mean, it's the whole planet. It's if you were moving, it doesn't it doesn't follow you. Um, no, he pretty much said there was only going to be one biome per. Um, even though I have on gameplay a planet that was a fire planet that was having ice storms. And it would, it would be hilarious because I would get a firestorm and an ice storm at the same time, and it would normalize temperature on my suit. So, that makes sense. right? No, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm like ah, that's. And the and the right because they've set fire to the city once again. I, 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 I'm not saying the game is bad. That is not what I am saying. Yeah. There is supposed to be, but there is not. In fact, yeah, that, the, so, that's actually one of the big things they point out in the Reddit thread is uh, that it was said that if someone had discovered that planet, that information would be uploaded to the galactic map 
so that you could then tell what was on a planet before you went there if you were going somewhere where people had already been. Um, that Those features obviously not working. There is a... No, I know you did, but you could not pull that up on the galactic map and see what resources were there, all that information. So, because that's what they kind of promised would happen. Um, so I'm not saying that the game is is bad or anything. I'm just saying that there's, to me, there is not enough in the gameplay loop to, other than OCD or curiosity. I, I really want to see what's in the middle of the, the system, but aliens are kind of useless in my opinion. I mean, they get you stuff, but you can get it without the aliens. Um, in fact, just as an FYI, I'm, I'm scrolling. You guys can't see the Twitter feed, so you can't see this, but there's a, a person who spent 25 hours on the starting planet and they maximized their ship size and their inventory space before they ever left the first planet. Oh no, most planets have a lot of drop pods, dude. The one I was I was questioning was the ship because I was on a planet yesterday because I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to pay for a ship upgrade. I'm I'm going to go ahead and just find a better ship. And I spent Four hours on one planet, and there were only three ships. I swear to God. Every signal beacon led me to the same three ships. That was after it crashed, but which is another thing that we need to talk about. I got super pissed because yesterday I was playing. I had everything on that planet unlocked. I had done, like, beacons and everything to discover where everything was at, but I hadn't yet been there. The game crashed, and when I reloaded it, all my beacons were gone. Twice. It happened to me twice. The game is super buggy. Uh, and it crashes all the time. So, I mean, between that, the frustration of that, and the fact that I keep going further and farther and I'm not getting really better stuff, there's nothing different, so to speak. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting a little burnt on it. Uh, a little crispy. Oh no, that's a that's a very fair question. No, 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 that's a. I'd say that's a very fair question because, uh, like music for me, uh, like if I find a song or an album that I like, I will listen to it nonstop, continuous loop, for about a week and a half to two weeks until I get sick of it and then I move on. Gaming I do in binge, uh, sessions a lot. Uh, mainly because I want to try and make as much distance as I can in order to evaluate it fairly. Because um, I think if 
if you're going to sit down and play a game for 60 hours, then you should spend 60 hours. I'm not saying you should do it all in one sitting, but I don't like small sessions because you don't really get into the game. The immersion is not there. Um, so I will tend to play larger amounts of time. I think that's a very fair question. That could be the case. However, I still feel at the same time that the newness or the shininess of the idea of this overwhelming 15 quintillion planets is beginning to wane for me because they're 15 quintillion of the same planet. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no hint of deserts with giant dune worms plowing through them, as we saw in trailers past. Um, there's no very few all water worlds. In fact, right? Yeah, most planets have no no. There and when they do, they're generally very small. Um, yeah, there's no uh, rivers which rivers were supposed to be a thing also. So anyways, I encourage you to check out, just search for No Man's Sky Reddit missing features uh, on Google and you'll find the thread. But it's it's a very interesting look at, and all of the, all of the changes seem to date back to about four months ago. And I think they realized that their scope was way too aggressive to fit into any kind of realistic launch window I personally, and it, people in, in, in the Facebook discussion we were having, I think thought I was blaming Sony. I, I actually think Sony probably was the good business partner in this relationship that said, hey, you guys got to do something here because you're never going to launch. You've got X number of million dollars invested in this. We need to see, we and you need to see a return on investment. Get it out there. Right, exactly. Well, the, the phrase in the industry is is games as a service. I fully see this as a games as a service game. This game will, I believe, within a year to two years from now, we will have a, a very radically different game than what we have today. I do believe they will continue to keep pushing out feature updates. Um, I, I think that it might be a good idea for Sean Murray to actually go through some PR training classes and rein back the ambiguity or in some cases the definitiveness. The funniest comment I saw 
And I, f I feel bad because I don't think it's a Peter Molyneux level of disingenuity. Disingenuity. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost ready to rate the game. I'm not quite there. I really want to get to the center before I do it because I've seen so many um, so many reviews now say that they invested 30 to 50 hours in it and then called it a day because they, they didn't know if they were ever going to get to the center. I don't think that's in this case. I don't think you can do that. I, I have a, a number in my mind, but the ending is going to be impacted by that number. I have a feeling that it's going to be exactly what I think it is, which would be super disappointing. Um, but I want to see how they execute it. And I think that is a, I, I think you have to do that in order to give, I would be super, I would super be, <laughs> okay, I would actually be super happy with either of those possibilities because I'm tell I'm going on the record right now. I have a feeling that we will get to the center and it will say, congratulations, you're the first of your kind to get to the center. And it turns out the Sentinels are bad and you must go on a spree to, um, you know, enlighten other people. And we're going to help you by pushing you out to the center, to the edge of the galaxy. And new game plus. So basically yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm expecting. And I would, I would, that would most definitely lower the score in my opinion, if that is the case. But I have a nagging suspicion that's exactly what it is. Because... Do you remember when we used to when we saw the trailers for the portals? On the planet, on the planet, there were portals, like warp portals that you could walk that you could walk through. You know, trust me, there there were. Um, there there have. <laughs> but you know they're they have been discovered in the game and they're sealed up so it's like i i really think that all the things that sean murray promised are gonna be there eventually i just don't think we got we i think we got mvp not most valuable player but minimum viable product yeah i i really think That's not necessarily true. If you can get through the door fast enough, simply pressing the button 
inside will stop the Sentinels. Right. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, it does. Even if you get it wrong, it kills the Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah, almost I every time I've gotten it wrong, it still turns them off. Now, granted, that's not often. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, no. It's better than that, Dave. It's math learning. Yep. That that is that is exactly correct. It's um it's sick yeah, sequential number puzzles, it is uh square roots and factor number puzzles. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, what Matt said. Oh, and 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 just FYI, Dave, probably ninety percent of the answers to the math quiz are C. This is also something through empirical evidence that we have gleaned in our group, as we have discussed. So I think we've beaten the No Man's Sky uh, horse. Let's get to the rest of the news. Uh, probably the most exciting news today is, no, we have that. That's coming up. Uh, no, more important is that Runaways, Marvel's Runaways has been picked up for a live action TV show on Hulu. (laughs) It's not fail for those of us that subscribe to Hulu. Uh, I could pay the more for the, but I don't care. I I just don't want to pay cable. So there you go. Yeah. No. Wait, Cindy? Cindy Hulu? Cindy Hulu? All right. 
So, on to our next story. Who's going to lose my business? <laughs> I can get up now. <laughs> it's actually not bad. Um... Uh, South Park, the fractured but whole, uh, received a new uh, Gamescom uh, trailer, which if you have not watched, makes me super excited for that game. Uh, the last one was so good, I think this one's going to be even better. Um, preferably without a broken farting system. A sentence I did not think I would ever utter, but there you go. Thank you, South Park. Um... Resident Evil 7 also got a new uh, trailer. Did did anyone besides me get a chance to watch this? I did. Okay. Dave? For what? Resident Evil 7? I, I actually did not get to watch the full trailer. So it's called the Lantern Trailer, and it's basically you moving around in first person, avoiding a girl with a lantern. Um, on a stick and, uh, there we got a ton of feedback about that particular thing. A lot of people's expressing disdain, um, that there have been other resident evil first person things that were horrific. Um, resident evil traditionally has been a third person game, including combat. There was no combat in this title, um, which makes sense in a VR kind of logic because it's first person, you're terrified, you're going to want to move. Uh, but I actually question Capcom's commitment to making a game system that actually penalizes players for dying because you've got to have a real reason to not be seen and be scared about being seen. And unless they show somebody getting eviscerated or, you know, put it right in your face, what's going to happen if you get seen? I I just, I don't know about this. I don't, I'm not, I'm curious if that's a mode. You know, like, it's not the game proper per se, because they've said multiple times that well, this is where it gets interesting is that was not a VR labeled gameplay demo, which leads me to believe that's the actual game. And if that's the actual game, you're right. I mean, there's, I don't see any trappings of Resident Evil. It was exactly Outlast. You are absolutely correct. Um, which is weird because that's not what I think of when I think Resident Evil. So it's I I'm I'm really torn on this. Um, so a you're giving Capcom a whole lot of credit right there. So kudos to you on your optimism. Uh, B, I hope you're right. I hope that's exactly what it is. Because I do kind of like the idea of playing through a found footage VHS tape. I do like that very much. Uh, right, right. 
which I still haven't played. <laughs> I need to. No, it's okay. I knew that's what it was, but I forgot because I hadn't played it. But yes, don't worry. <laughs> um, let's see other quickies from this week. Uh, what? Well, wait. So, Dave, you've historically not been a Resident Evil fan, correct? So what do you think about taking Resident Evil proper as a first-person survival horror kind of game? Or, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me re, rephrase the question. What do you feel about taking Resident Evil proper into the realm of first-person stealth horror? Because that's really what this gameplay demo was all about. Uh, see, I kind of played it a little stealthy. I mean, I think you kind of needed me to. You know, depending on what it is. It's not like a run-and-gun horror game or anything like that where you just kind of unload everything and everybody. Um, I'm sorry, did you play Resident Evil 6? What's that? Did you play Resident Evil 6? Not 6, no. <laughs> Right. So it's the one, I think I've bought that game like five times, I think as a rental for me. Like I had the GameCube, the Wii one, the PS4 when they released that. Like that was, to me, the Resident Evil game. I love that game so much. Uh, he, he, yeah, he was saying too, I, I kind of agree. I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, Resident Evil 4 I just think it was kind of like the perfect like version of it like all together um, and yeah after that they kind of went more action you know and I just I didn't really feel the need to play anymore um, I think one of the other things the other concerns I have after watching that demo is if that is the actual game if they do not vary that gameplay up, that is going to get real old real fast. That's going to get super stale. So. Uh, let's see what other news quickies we've got this week. Uh, Tekken 7 showed out Lee uh, Chow Lane. He has, and I've actually, I actually grew up as a closet Lee player. Uh it wasn't like he was never a main. He was never even a secondary. But every once in a while, I would just pull him out, and he was easy to pick up and actually pretty powerful. So if I was, you know, if I was getting, if I was getting thrashed as one of my mains, I would switch to him because there were so few people playing Lee that it was easy to surprise people, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm actually glad to see him returning. So that was nice to see. Um, they, they, it, Violet was also in it, but Violet got her ass beat the whole time. So it's not like it was a... I mean, they revealed that she's in it by having Lee beat the crap out of her, but you, did, you didn't... Uh, yeah, you didn't really see... It wasn't a, a, wasn't a Violet showcase by any means. Yeah, so... Uh, 
he does not at the moment. We that may be DLC. Don't don't spoil their revenue stream. Um, Sega announced that Hatsune Miku VR Future Live is a real thing that is a concert experience, but is not the VR game that they announced for the PlayStation VR. It's... Sega. That's all I gotta say. I mean, if you, if you want examples of botched PR messaging and just confusing the hell out of people. Anyways, uh, so there will be two Hatsune Miku titles coming to PSVR. Apparently in this one, which is Hatsune Miku VR Future Live, you are going to watch a concert from uh, center stage. And then in an encore, you will go up on stage where she will sing to you. So if that's your thing, there's a game coming in VR for you. Oh, I totally remember that game, dude. I just don't understand what it's got to do with Hatsune Miku. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I'm with you now. I'm with you now, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in VR. <laughs> Golden Axe in VR. I'm joking. I like Golden Axe. I like Golden Axe. I'm just kidding. I just knew it would get you. Oh, what's that? What's that crappy? What's that crappy Sega game um, they could bring to VR? Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> I, I'm aware. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen it pop up on those Treasure re-releases on the PSN for $92. Because I know you would buy it. Have you? Oh, you don't know about that. Treasure in Japan is re-releasing like their old old school catalog. So. Um, the, some of them have been trickling to the United States, uh, published by another company, but it's still basically the treasure collection, but they're all like $11 for an arcade game, like a, a 1980s arcade game. Yes, that, yes. So, yes, so. So you you can't access all the treasure ones if you simply create a Japanese PSN account. There are walkthroughs out there on how you can do it. Um, yeah, all right, gotcha. Um, Sony officially announced that. Um, wow, the name of the racing game. Um, Drive Club. 
Yes, Sony has officially announced that Drive Club will be day and date with PlayStation VR. Um, you will you will be able to drive in VR, but if you're watching a replay, you will be in the passenger seat. Uh, yes, because the the original studio is no more. So I actually think they probably outtasted to a studio that would get it done on time. Well, see, the the problem is, is for me, the game was too simmy. I do not like simmy. I, I don't like Gran Turismo. I do not like sim-based driving games. Um, I like arcade driving games. And this one was better than Gran Turismo by like a year and a half, but it still was too simmy. So I'm interested to see if playing it in VR affects my opinion of the game as a sim. I don't think it will, but who knows? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh... I don't want to spend a ton of time on this one, but uh, Corix is the first announced real-time strategy PlayStation VR game. Uh, well, the only reason I wanted to do it, it, to talk about it, is because if you do watch the uh, the trailer, which to me is not super interesting, um, it is, I believe, the first game that has multiplayer for the PSVR. Like that they have actually shown up and working. Uh, now I know. Um, um, wow, names of games are not working with me tonight. The um, no, no, not rigs, not rigs, but um, um, the old 1980s game that they are repurposing with the tanks. Um, Attack. Uh, Warzone, 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 Warzone. They have shown has. Yes, yes, Warzone. But this is the first third party that I've seen that actually has multiplayer built in. So that's why I wanted to. Uh, also, no, not yet. Also coming out of uh, Gamescom, a uh, new trailer for uh, Watch Dogs 2, showcasing their co-op and uh, online modes where you can be invaded. Um, can I ask a dumb question? For a hacking game, why do we need so much parkour and guns and explosions? I'm sorry, do you know any hackers? Because I'm in a city full of hackers, and none of them are into parkour or ve vegans. Maybe vegans. Maybe that that's. that's, that's West Coast hackers. Oh right, right. And guns. Got it. I, I'm still very interested in the game because, uh, especially now that it's set in my home area. Um, but yeah. 
the crew is coming out with an ultimate edition with its next expansion being a police chase uh, where you can play as the police or as the person committing stealing things and getting away from the police. Um, no, 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 no word whether or not Sting is going to appear. Anyways, uh, the ultimate. It... Yes. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, the ultimate edition will. In... That those were separate games. You do realize that, right? Hot pursuit and most wanted. No, it was Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, and Need for Speed, Most Wanted. <laughs> so you're right. No game will ever live up to that. But the Ultimate Edition will have uh, the base game plus the new expansion and the last expansion on it for 60 bucks. So that's not a bad deal. Um, I actually like that game quite a bit. Um, uh, John reviewed it for us and he liked it a lot too. Uh, so, oh yeah. So let's talk about uh, the other big piece of news today. Not Final Fantasy, but uh, Metal Gear Survive was announced at... Yeah, it was announced at Gamescom. It is a co-op-based zombie killer. Be My favorite comment of the day basically said, it's fitting that Konami would choose uh, a lifeless shell protagonist because that's what Metal Gear is now without Kojima. <clears throat> It, it looked super generic and not very good from the, the trailer that they put out. And it was announced today that it will be a sub $60 game. It will be that. Yeah, that means that it's, it's a total cash grab in my mind. Um, it, it looked like they were trying to cash in on the popularity of The Walking Dead with Metal Gear. All I want to hear is Snake yell Carl, but I digress. Um, but yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it's pretty odd. Um, a developer who? Oh, I thought he's from New Zealand, actually. I think he is. Yeah. Um, while Matt fact checks that, that's actually a very difficult sentence to say. While Matt fact checks that, um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, a developer ported Super Mario, Donkey Kong, and Legend of Zelda to the um to the Hololens. And I have to say, it's fairly impressive 
even though it's all, only still in a single eye and a tiny little field of view, and it costs like $3,000. But if you've not seen the video for it, um, it's it's pretty interested. Uh, it's pretty interesting, excuse me. There you are. Did I mention we're excited about Runaways? Because we published it twice. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, Injustice got a new Harley Quinn and Deadshot trailer, which was quite good. Uh, I'm, that game is shaping up to be something special in my mind. Uh, go ahead. You, t you talk about the Bioshock collection. And is it 60? Yeah, it's probably 60. For three games, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are on the PS4, uh, the previously announced action RPG Near Automata is actually now also coming to the PC. Um, so there was a lot of uproar and apparently a lot of demand, but Square is now publishing it on Steam uh, once they make it available for PS4. Um, we also posted a link. Uh, Vox did a great video on how they made the title credits for Stranger Things. Uh, so that's actually really interesting if you are into that stuff. And we have that on our... It's really good. Um, also... Oh, I we watched the first episode and then watched the rest of the series, like yeah, in a row. I did. I think you and I will disagree. Uh, that it doesn't look good. I mean, the product, the production values look good. The 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 production values look good. I'm sure the acting will be fine. Just nothing in it grabbed me like at all. <laughs> it's it's M Night Shyamalan behind the pane of glass, and he goes, "What a twist!" <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Well, Hawkeye or not Hawkeye is in it, so that's like a a minus for me right there. Right. Not born, not Hawkeye. It was fine. Lexi and I watched it last night and, and we looked at each other and I'm like, is that something that interests you? And she's like, nope. And she's like, is it something that interests you? Well, then <laughs> I will tell her that after the podcast, because that is disturbingly accurate. <laughs> it it just it it so does not look i mean it looks like interstellar all over again to me kind of yeah for some reason i don't know i don't know i don't know um what else oh okay all right you know what fine we're gonna derail for two seconds i'm sorry any movie, any movie that actually tells me the sciency thing seven times in a row so that my dumb ass can understand it does not want me to think in its movie. I do not need Matthew McConaughey to stretch out his words for 35 minutes saying the same thing seven times in a row. You should not be defending Dave after if you just heard what he said or what they said about you. Because <laughs> I told them your reaction to the um, Arrival trailer, the one where the aliens come and there's only the one chick that can decipher what they're saying, whatever. And, and Matt said, hey, if it doesn't have explosions or high-res graphics, she's not going to be interested. Or naked women, she says. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, I interstellar was okay. The cinematography was great. The effects were great. I just, eh, it was okay. I like, I liked all that. Yeah, I agree. I, I like the acting. I like the, I, the, I like the cinematography. I did not like the, um, the story, the conclusion of the story, the storytelling. Like I said, they were drubbing people over the head to get the sciency stuff which they didn't need to do. They could have just left it to people's intelligence, which I know is a risky gamble in today's age, but I don't know. I liked it. I was not in love with it. The The problems detracted more over time for me, my opinion of it. But uh, I don't even remember how we got on the... Oh, right, the Arrival trailer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things we should be watching, I don't know if either of you watched the trailer for this, but did you see the trailer for the animated adventures of Firefly? If you want to, um, so it's, it's fan made and it looks amazing. No, you will care when you watch it. 
<laughs> All right. Um, but it doesn't look fan made. How about that? <laughs> and yaoi for those of you that doesn't that aren't aware means Japanese gay porn um That's not true because they have done like the comic books and stuff. That's no. no, it wasn't. It wasn't Whedon, but it wasn't Joss. Uh, okay, so there's that. Um, Overwatch announced its new. Uh, what? Go ahead, Matt. No, no, we'll get there. I'm going chronologically backwards in time. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, Overwatch uh, announced its new uh, map, Eichenwald. Uh, it is absolutely stunning. Seriously, the marketers and the devs and the uh, graphics team for Overwatch. I, I now more than ever really want to know what the hell this, this MMO was going to be because it, if these are all assets from that, it's staggering how good this is. So, please tell me that you had a chance to watch the Call of Duty's 80s Zombies trailer. So, I, I, wrote, I wrote on the post that, that I couldn't tell whether to facepalm or do that. Yeah! you know, delayed cheer kind of thing after everybody's stopped clapping or whatever. Um, Dave, did you watch this trailer? I did not. You fail at life, sir. All right. Um, that's what you, you don't have to just, just watch this. Cause I, cause this is actually a tiebreaker type of scenario. Go ahead and put yourself back on mute and watch it while Matt and I discuss it. And then you can chime in. No, no. Go. Um, so, Matt, what were your thoughts on this? I mean, let's let's break it down. First, you got Hasselhoff as the DJ. Only if you see his car and there's glowing red light. There's got to be at some point in there. Um, 
it's 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 horribly self-aware as well right right See, and, and the interesting thing for me is, is you know, basically they took the Breakfast Club, Men at Work, um, you know, Valley Girls, and, and then they said, and the rapper. And I'm like, the 80s were Curtis Blow and, and you know, Run DMC. There's not a big pool there. And then it, it, it's the guy in the Run DMC outfit. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right, you had me worried that you were pulling from the 90s, but turns out, you, yeah, yeah, you kept thematically correct there. It's really, it, it's kind of like what, like my brain is having the same kind of seizure as when we watched the, the trailer during E3. It's like, man, this game looks awesome. And then it, Call of Duty came up and my brain went, ah, ah, no, no, bro factor, no. Um, but th this actually looks fun to me, but still just like I'm right. I, you know, could they be learning? Could could that be possible? I I'm actually. This is you know what I I've said this every freaking year. I keep buying them so that we can discuss them, because I have no love like no love since modern warfare modern warfare two. I don't like blops. I don't like any of the rest of them. But this is. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> I I actually am am like this is the first Call of Duty that I can think of in the last five years easily that I am actually psyched for. Can't can't you see it being uh uh? Never mind. I'm not gonna make the joke when the names are leaving my head. What a twist. Be, behind the glass wall yeah no no <clears throat> um <laughs> the question is did they did they trick the jock into playing the role by telling him it was a substantially different thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So the story that Matt has been waiting for, for me to get to this entire time is EA is strongly hinting that mass effects <laughs> mass effect games will be remastered. They they must have put two and two together and say, wait, we can take a minimal dev team, do a conversion port, and print money? Oh, maybe we should do that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah.
Uh, hey, let's talk about real movie news for a half a second. Robert Downey Jr. in talks for a Perry Mason reboot. Funk, yeah. I I guess I am, but man, I am all for a Perry Mason reboot with Robert Downey Jr. That sounds amazing. No. You know, I would not be upset with that either. You know, if somebody wants to add Kojak, they need to make a movie with all three, to be honest. Just get Kojak. That's Kojak, Columbo, and Perry Mason. Perry Mason is the DA. Dude, I would pay to watch that movie in a heartbeat. I'm sorry. They already meet. Yeah, exactly. So you could get them and 21 Jump Street in there. You're 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 good. Beretta has not been no. <clears throat> um, it looks like uh, the Tomorrow Children will finally be released in September. I will be interested in seeing the finished product because the betas that I have played in have not been the least a bit enjoyable or interesting. Um, the they are offering a Founders Pack to get you early access to the game for twenty dollars in which you can grant access to five of your friends to play for free. Um, that is an interesting thing, uh, but I almost feel like it's the, oh my God, this tastes so bad, you've got to try this, Matt, kind of me mentality. Because, yeah, I know, I, I will... I will consider picking it up because, I, I mean, the potential and the concept is so out there that it really tickles my ivories as a, as a concept for a game. Let's make a game about a Soviet land where you have to fight kaiju and mine them for minerals after you kill them. That's That's a winning proposition for me. I just, I haven't seen the execution yet. Uh... Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and I, I'm interested to see. You. I hope they they release a really strong product. I would like to see this. You know, um, the Chinese room is not a huge team. I would like to see them have a success on a, like a larger scale, and I think being on PlayStation gives them that opportunity. But it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Uh, you asked earlier about the legs of Lego Dimensions, Dave. Uh, yes. Supergirl is coming to Legend Lego Dimensions. This is not a good story. Uh, why? You mean just because it's only in a PS4 starter pack that the only way you can get is by be buying a PS4 starter pack, whether you have the PS4 version already or not at all because you have a different system? 
Well, I mean, she only does everything in the game. And then transforms into the Red Lantern version of herself. Rent her. Which which sounds horribly shady, but. <laughs> it does not. It does not. No, no. And and. Yeah. How did we get onto Star Wars stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, NVIDIA released their latest desktop graphics card, which are now its latest notebook graphics cards. Uh, the only They're expecting a 10% loss due to thermal efficiency, which is still darn impressive. Uh, if you're looking to make a VR in a backpack, it, it actually seems like now is the time. Uh, I Am Setsuna is already getting a sequel. Square Enix has trademarked uh, the follow-up, so that's kind of interesting. Must have done pretty well in sales for them. Um, Metal Gear Solid V Definitive Edition is releasing for $49.99, uh, and no one knows what it is still, which is awesome. Uh, no, no, this is a different thing. Uh, no, there may be. Yes. Uh, Kotaku has been purchased by Univision. No, but they are making inroads in that way. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, after their lawsuit with Gawker and Hulk Hogan uh, losing the lawsuit, uh, that they were purchased by Univision. Uh, Battlefield 1 is introducing new elite classes similar to the way that elite classes work in Battlefront. So that's kind of interesting. You'll have a not named Luke Skywalker type, but something that affects the gameplay on the field the similar way. So that's kind of interesting. They're introducing three of those. Uh, right now you can get Shadow of Mordor plus all 18 downloadable content packs on PC for six bucks. Go get that right now. You're welcome. Um, Intel, uh, you're, yeah, Intel announced a, that's all right. Intel announced a new wireless VR headset touting uh, merged reality. Uh, they did a demo that didn't go quite as planned, but was still kind of impressive. But don't get excited that this will be a challenger anytime soon. The partner rollout is late 2017, and there's no plans for consumer model at this point. Um, so it'll be something that partners to Intel will take and adapt for their use for their own VR stuff. So who knows where that will go. Um, Telltale did indeed publish a Mr. Robot game. However, it's on iOS and is a simulation of texting. And you hack into people's things via their text and ask them questions and mine their data. Uh, so basically, it's a text adventure for iOS and Android. Uh, 
in 2016, I approve of this message. Uh, the Star Wars Battlefront VR expansion is now a Rogue One tie-in expansion. Yeah, me either. Uh, Dave's favorite thing of the of the week: Nintendo NX controller could have a detachable D-pad. Which now, if they made it so that day and date. NX pre-orders, you could order your NX controller with Mario, Zelda, Star Fox, special color schemes. That would actually be amazing. But it's Nintendo. In in different games? Oh, I hate your guts right now. Because that actually sounds like something Nintendo would do. They they still might. <laughs> Money hats. That's right. Attack on Titan is a game that will extend beyond the first anime season. Uh, has been reported. Um, Matt, you get to be in Skylanders. Because it has been in, yep, Dr. Neo Cortex will also be a playable character in Skylanders. Uh, and there will be an entire Sky, uh, Crash Bandicoot level, apparently. Uh, I, I, I was uh, talking with someone today and I, I said to them, and this really got me thinking, I think this will be the first collectible, collectible figurine of all time that features jorts. Jean shorts? Jorts? If Dave said something, I couldn't hear it. And now you're probably thankful. I don't know. Um, THQ is back from the dead, kind of. Uh, the folks at Nordic decided they, they purchased a lot of the IP rights and the trademark for THQ when it went bankrupt. And they decided to rebrand themselves THQ Nordic. From a business standpoint, I don't get it. Um, pretty much a negative connotation with that brand for being bankrupt. And for any, 
for anyone that that holds the cachet, I mean, most game players today are not going to recognize THQ. You know, if you're old like us, that's different, but... Uh, Matt, you get to be in another game too. I forgot to tell you, uh, there was a release for a cyberpunk RTS game, uh, for PS4 coming out this week called Neopolis and it looks awesome. So if you've not watched the trailer for that, I highly recommend you do so. It's super cool. Um, there is a $150. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's it's interesting with the squads and there's not any resource keeping. It's like they they're trying to distill down to the best parts of RTS. So I approve of that message. Um, there is a $150 Sephiroth action figure from uh, Square Enix's uh, Play Arts Kai line coming out that looks amazing. I will have to break down and buy. Um, the Witcher has announced that the Ultimate Edition will not be able to import saves from the PS4. Uh, I imagine they'll eventually launch one post-release, because that's really weird. You don't think so? I know CG Project Red generally tries to... Yeah, same system. But they have made several updates altering the the save file structure. So I'm wondering if that's part of the problem. But it still seems like they could make an importer to easily fix this. Uh, Sega has renewed the trademark for the Virtua Fighter series, so I'm hoping maybe there's a good new game coming out. But it's Sega, so probably not. Um, uh, I don't want to say always, but mostly, yes. Alright, I suppose I had that one coming for my statement about your favorite game before. Um... Minecraft Oculus Rift yeah. Minecraft Oculus Rift support uh, has been launched. Um, Street Fighter V update uh, is uh, is uh, basically clamping down on rage quitters and also adding a versus CPU mode. Um, hey, look, guys, it's almost a real game now. Uh, yeah. Um, Overwatch's competitive mode is getting an overhaul. All of the proposed changes sound awesome. Um, and that brings us... Oh, right. Style Savvy 3 comes out on Friday. That's a PSA from my wife, who is on 3DS.
So that's that's a note for Eve there, Matt. Uh, uh, Riot, the makers of League of Legends, are suing cheating software makers. Actually taking them to court was not settled out of court. Um, and then I have one more piece of news before we get to what Matt really wants to talk about. Oh, no, actually, I have two pieces of news about this. So, yeah, Matt, why don't you tell the good folks at home what we're going to discuss instead of re reader mail for a couple minutes? Oh, okay. Now, I don't think that's the case, though. We've seen it in action enough to know that it's 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 there. I think. Um, what I don't like is the fact that it is now just three days away from South Park's release. I don't think so. They, I, I think if they would. The day three match. Oh boy. Um, so the interesting thing is that in Japan, the news of the delay of Final Fantasy 15 has led to a 200% pre-order boost for Persona 5, which is coming out shortly before the schedule, the original scheduled launch date of, of Final Fantasy 15. It's awesome. I'm I'm really glad that they are getting the boost. I am still really sad that I have to wait till February to play Persona in the West. Right, exactly, right? Yeah. Um and and then Well, they said that last time too. Well, that's because they're just going to keep releasing incremental updates forever. Well, yeah, because then they funnel everything through Windows 10 and make a bazillion dollars. So um, let's let's try and quickly burn through reader mail, uh, unless anybody else has any burning uh, news items. See, I saw it, but I didn't think he'd care about the 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 properties. Adventure Time. Yeah, Gumball.
Frisbee and Mordecai. I don't know what that's from, but uh, those are the ones I've seen here quickly with the field of mm-hmm. So, high-scrolling brawler. And it looks like it looks like a, a something that's a mashup of Meatball, Frylock, and Yeah, it, it is made by Adult Swim, so they they can dip in their entire catalog for if they so desire. Uh, so, uh, Rage Quit has our first question of the evening. I think is a pretty quick one to answer. Uh, which Pokemon do you want the most in Pokemon Go? My answer is sad. I want a Pikachu. I can't find one ever. It shows up on the damn silhouette thing and I can't find it. I'll walk, run around my apartment complex and I can't. Yeah, I know you got to scream at. I can't find it. I want a Pikachu, a Pikachu, a Pikapi. No, I was doing, I was doing that just for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one to want. I mean, the one I most want is Mewtwo, but come on, it's not even in the game yet. Dave, how about you? But if you were, which one would you want the most? Mm-hmm. That is correct. So if that's, I'm not sure if that's a confirmed thing. That, that is a confirmed thing. It is a confirmed thing? Yeah. That's, that's also my fault. Because I've been in the average Tyler Durden ever since he first came out. All right, then. Uh, is it an Abra or is it Yule Tang? I have all of them. But it, all, it starts a little Abra. Uh, Jerry wrote in and said, holy cow. I can't ever get my PS4 to work controller to work on my PC. Is this uh, something that I should buy an Xbox 360 controller for? I actually recommend that instead you pick up one of these because I have gone through the process of trying to make my uh, PS4 controller work and I actually have an Xbox controller. But this guy right here, it's called a Steam controller and it is amazing because you can map any game to it uh, it's actually really responsive. Um, it's it's fantastic. So I'd recommend a Steam controller. They're on sale quite often, uh, so you end up not paying 60 bucks for it. Um, I I want to say base price is actually 50 on it, but you can normally find deals. I got mine for 30. Uh, it's well worth it. So I I definitely recommend that. Just FYI. And if you didn't know, you can add any non-Steam game to Steam, meaning that at that point you can then map controls for it through steam so just fyi pc master race uh let's see kevin rojas says are you getting a feeling that vr is the priority in resident evil 7 because i'm getting that feeling 
yes, we kind of talked about that before, but I actually think that rather than develop two separate titles, they're just developing a VR game with normal game support. Um, we'll see how that works out for them. I'm not terribly confident. Capcom. Uh, uh, Ian, friend of the show, Ian wrote regarding Final Fantasy 15's delay. People can absolutely be mad. I mean, should they be? Never doubt the capacity for vitriol. Me, I'm willing to wait the two extra months like you guys. Um, there is that there the same thing that happened when No Man's Sky was delayed happened when Final Fantasy announced its delay. There's people up in arms on the internet saying they're going to firebomb people's houses and all this kind of stuff. Should they be mad? I don't think so. I'd rather wait the two months and get a polished game. Um, so I'd say no, they can't personally. <laughs> Dave? Man, that's one hell of a pushed off party. 10 years and two months now? Jeez. All right. Uh, Spirit. So his name is Spirit STR, but STR is capitalized, so I want to say it's Spirit Strength. Because that's what it is. But anyways, Spirit Strength wrote, uh, I'm a fan of games with huge amounts of lore. What game should I play? Uh, the Witcher. Wild Hunt. Uh, um, I would also say Dragon Age Inquisition. Chrono Trigger. Suikoden. Any of the Suikodens. There's so much lore in there, your eyes will bleed. Uh, what else, gentlemen? Lore heavy games. No, that came through on my side. Sorry. Uh, um, Fallout, Fallout Four, Fallout Three. Well, that's I mean that's lore and world building to me. Matt? I mean, Dave? I don't see why we wouldn't talk about stuff like that. Police? Was it? <clears throat> while you while you research that, our last letter is a little long. Our last question is a little wrong, so I thought I'd read the whole thing because it's it's a good question. Uh, Cryocom says, Destiny, World of Warcraft, Guild Wars. I've played my share of MMOs, but they've mainly been a solo affair for me. 
I rely on matchmaking to pair me with people to play with. How are people able to find groups of people to play with online? Even for MOBAs and shooters, people just form these teams and leagues. I can't just can't seem to break into these groups, and I've been playing for most of my life. From what I see, some people appear to have some sort of messenger system or chat room where friends seem to log in and they initiate a session. I can't seem to find pe people passionate enough about gaming where they would do something like that. So how do you guys do it? Uh, number one thing is I always have a mic plugged in and I always talk because 90% of every game I've ever played on the PlayStation, no one is talking. And if you talk, then the people with mics actually join in and talk with you. Um, I mean, that's what I do. I do the same thing on, on MMOs on the PC. I don't use a mic there, but I'll at least type and find a guild, somebody that's recruiting for something, and I'll, I'll jump in and see if they're people that I want to spend more time with, or I'll just leave if that's not the case and find a new group. But you find people and, and then just invite them to use TeamSpeak or, or Skype or uh, the PSN, whatever you're using to just socialize that way. Um, in fact, most, God, this is kind of sad, but I, I'd say a good 25% of my friends are people that I've met online doing exactly that, who have become real life friends over the years. So, yeah, there's that. Matt, what are you... What about you? I mean, I think this is an interesting answer because both of you tend to shy away and go solo only. So it... Holy crap. <laughs> Which is now... Police Knots is now a pachinko machine, just FYI. Hashtag Konami hates gamers. Just saying. And then sometimes, and then sometimes he spends time with me. <laughs> so, 
so Dave, I, I can't wait to hear this legit answer. Nice. I actually really like that suggestion because that is a very, very real tool to use. Um, I actually am a member of like six online communities because I'm always looking for players. I, I knew that will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Well, that's back when he was posing that he actually played Final Fantasy because we all know that that's never actually happened. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to final thoughts. Um, Dave, final thoughts for the evening. Still better than the Nick Cage movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Rose Tint. Yeah, I'm actually very much looking forward to that. Uh, Matt, final thoughts.
So my final thought is a uh, both a kudos and a facepalm to Sony. Sony sent out a code to people called the Super Duper Uber Voucher Code that had free items for Warframe, Smite, Neverwinter, and World of Tanks. And all in all, it was about like, uh, they say 75 bucks, but I know in fact it's actually a lot more than that. Because just the mount that they gave away for Neverwinter, you could only really get by purchasing a $70 expansion for the game. So it, it was pretty significant. Uh, it also gave you a week's worth of VIP, which is extra um, extra XP, and then a, a special key that you could only normally get by purchasing something or being VIP. Um, and, and then they gave you extra characters in Smite. They gave you a bunch of uh, stuff in Warframe, including currency. Um, the kudos is that this is an awesome promotion. The facepalm is that not only did they send out a non-working code in the first email, but apparently there was no rhyme or reason as to who got the codes. Right. I mean, Matt's been a PlayStation Plus member from day one, and he gets all the same special promos that I normally do. I got it. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's because I played Smite and Neverwinter and World of Tanks. But why would they send me, who already plays it, all this stuff? And then I checked with all the people on all those games, and none of them got it. And then there was an entire Reddit thread about nobody can figure out what the actual uh, criteria was to receive this email. Some people got it. Some people didn't. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyways, people are very jealous about my giant spider mount that I now surf on the back of. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, my final thought to Sony is make that stuff more understandable for people. That would help. Which we technically can't talk about until it's launched, so I'm not that. That is true. But I'm in the program, and I didn't get my email. They said no soup for you. Uh, and then Lexi, Lexi's final thought is happy birthday, Toro. It is his birthday. That's why he's not here because he's out drinking. Hooray. So we will end the show as we always do. Um, with a, a witticism. What is the difference? What is the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bike?
attire. Until next week, game on. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys sound so so deflated. It's just like a tire. <laughs>